How does someone end up taking the most priceless treasure that they can have in this life, our, our faith, and end up squandering it and losing it? There's a, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't just, you don't just lose your iman. It's a process. And that process has been described in these timeless words. Bala, of course you used to be with us. However, you put yourselves, I'll, I'll do a rough translation first and I'll explain. Number one, you put yourselves in fitna, you put yourselves in trial. You kept putting yourselves in situations where your faith gets tested. Try to understand what that means. You kept putting yourself in environments where you knew it was bad for you, but you said, no, I can handle it. I, I got this, I got this. You kept surrounding yourselves with friends that would do bad things, say bad things, see bad things, go to bad places, but you said, I'm not like them, I'm just trying to help them. And you kept going back into those environments. You kept getting into gatherings and places and situations. You, put, you kept putting yourselves in those places, assuming that it will not have any effect on you. It'll affect everyone else, but it won't, it won't affect you. Somebody who smells, you know, stands next to a smoker for the first time is coughing and their eyes are burning. But if they start smoking themselves a year later, that just becomes their oxygen. They can't even breathe normally without smoking. It changes them altogether. What was the second problem? The second problem was You kept procrastinating. Now what does that mean? That means you realized it's bad, and you also realized in your own conscience, I should change, but you told yourself, I'll change pretty soon inshallah. Just this one more month I'm doing this, you know, just this one more weekend, just this one or two more party, just one or two more drinks, that you keep telling yourself just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then people tell my, my favorite one, Ramadan is right around the corner. It's just 10 more months, 11 more months. You know? Once, I, once Ramadan comes, man, I'll be totally different. And I plan to go to Hajj. Once I go to Hajj, oh, you watch, I'm going to be a different person. But until then, you know, just kind of, just make dua for me. What is the effect of tarabbus? Of holding off and holding off and holding off? Actually, you assume that you can put the brakes on at any time. The truth of it is, that's not the case. The longer you stay, the more addicted you become, and the more impossible you feel, you can't get, it's impossible for you to get out of it. And when that happens, a guilt sets in. Nobody likes to feel guilty. And then shaitan comes and says, why do you feel guilty? You don't have to feel guilty. The only thing that's making you feel guilty is this Islam thing. Islam says this is haram and that's haram and that's a sin and that's a sin and you can't do this and you can't say that and you can't go there. It keeps, Islam keeps making you feel bad man. I want you to feel good. What, how true is Islam anyway? And now the thoughts start running in this person's mind, a man or a woman. Why am I even following Islam? It seems like it just wants me not to be happy. I just want to live my life man. I just want to be free. I just want to be able to do what I want. I just want to be able to hang out with my friends. I'm not so sure about the Qur'an anyway. How do we even know there is a God? How do we even know? Well, what's this hadith business? I mean, how, is it, how do we even know it's authentic? And so you have this young man or woman, this Zainab, this Ali, this Fatima, this Abdullah, this Karim, these beautiful names, and now they're starting to ask questions about, I'm not so sure about this Islam. I don't know. I have doubts, I have serious doubts. And these are not PhDs in philosophy, nor do they have exhaustive education in Islamic history where they studied it and they started developing doubts. No, no, no. They were in a bad environment. 
They didn't change themselves. That is the process. I've, I've talked to hundreds of these people that literally live this ayah. They live this ayah. And then they get to a point where they have doubts. But their doubts have nothing to do with logic or reason. As a matter of fact, when you answer one doubt, they go to the next doubt. When you answer that one, they go to the next one. When you answer that one, you go to the next one. Then you say, hold on a second. So how long ago did you start ending up in questionable kinds of company? And then the truth starts coming out. وَرْتَبْتُمْ The very next words are, you fell into doubt. You started doubting. You know what doubt will do? It'll let you off the hook. You'll be able to say to yourself, well, it's not really absolutely the truth anyway. So I shouldn't feel bad that I don't follow it. I shouldn't feel bad. And now once those doubts settle in, then two things are taken away from you. The desire for Jannah is taken away. The desire for making Allah happy is taken away. The afterlife is nothing to you. The afterlife means nothing. If somebody even brings up heaven and hell, it's a joke to you. Well, if you take away heaven and hell, if you take away the motivation to end up in the reward of Allah, or get away from the punishment of Allah on Judgment Day, well, the only motivation you're going to have left are things that are left in this world, isn't it? And this life will be money, it'll be fame, it'll be leisure, it'll be pleasure, you know, it'll be material things. That's all you ever think about, that's all you ever care about, that's all you ever want to know about, that's the only thing that ever interests you, that's the only thing you make efforts towards, because you think all of these things are going to bring you happiness. They'll bring you contentment. So the next words are, وَغَرَّتْكُمُ الْأَمَانِيُّ False hopes deceived you. You had false hopes, that some kind of worldly thing will bring you happiness. And you ran after it. You gave all of your life to it. You keep looking for something more to fulfill you and fulfill you. Because the thing that will completely fulfill you, the pleasure of Allah, is no longer there. That desire is no longer there. Until the decision of Allah came. This was your life. This, according to the believers, is a summary of a person's life. That lost their faith. They started just with putting themselves in a questionable environment and from there, it's a downward spiral automatically. The next thing is, you start getting hooked on it, you put off, and then later on you start developing doubts. And from there, the only thing you ever work towards is worldly, lustful, material gain, material desires.